0: Hey, it's your favorite comedian, Anthony Rogers, live in his tour bus, yeah, but also, you need to get a beard like this. People have been talking. They, they said your shit looks whack. It looks weird. They can't tell your pronouns. You need You need to get a beard like this right now. And the only way to do that is by using luxurious bastard beard oil. Great smell, great function, great everything. Just get this. And there's directions on how to use it if you know how to read. But use the link in the description. Go to the website. Use promo code LEGENDARY. Get a discount. Do it. Thank you. Boom. Smokey's edibles, gluten-free, dairy-free, vegan, no corn syrup. Ugh, way better than other edibles in the market. Get them, get them, get them. Eat responsibly, obviously, like when you watch the show and you're not doing anything or you're at work or anything like that. It's obvious, but some people have to hear that. Um, Definitely, these are the watermelon. My favorite of the peach, I just grabbed these last night for something different. Sour watermelon sounded cool. I've had them before, but I just wanted a little something different, you know? Uh. Sure that's 21 and over. Make sure they're 21 and over. Buy them for yourself. They're amazing. Eat them before the show. Eat them before every episode, like me.
1: So, I'm Dennis with the Anthony Rogers Show. I guess my question for you is what would you do if you became president to help the working class? Well,
0: you know, I think the principal thing right now is housing that
1: the price of housing is uh, is going up and it's beyond the reach of mm-hmm. most American families. along with oil I, and gas and food uh, yeah. whatever, inflation mm-hmm. is is hurting everything, and inflation is more complex mm-hmm. i can't say that i'm going to
0: stop inflation overnight
1: what i can say mm-hmm. is that i'm going to stop the cause the long-term cause of inflation i'm going to unravel a war machine i'm going
0: to reduce dramatically health care costs by ending the chronic disease Welcome back to the greatest podcast that has ever existed, the Anthony Rogers Show, live from God's favorite state, Missouri. Um, we have a crazy episode tonight. I'm not actually crazy, but uh, I'm actually hyped about it. Crazy in a good way, not like an Olympic way, you know. Um, so a lot of people have been talking about a lot of the words we can and cannot say, you think, uh, the vaccine, Pfizer and all that stuff like that we're not supposed to say, right? But we have somebody uh, that formerly worked there um, to validate what people have been saying for four years, and probably all of you already know. But uh, we're going to go into more depth um, with uh, Melissa Mcatee. How are you doing?
1: Hey, I'm really good. How are you?
0: Good, good. I love the formalities. After we've already been talking for 15 minutes, like, well, I'm like, how are you? Like, I, we already did that, right? But but they didn't see that, you know. So we <laughs> they, to, they need
1: to hear how you are.
0: Yeah, we had to redo it for them, you know. But uh, no, I appreciate you having the courage to come out and like uh, say this. A lot of people in your field won't talk about this. So I mean, I think that's. Uh, very brave. And I think it's very American. I think that uh, America needs people like you to uh, kind of do this. And like, uh, so uh, a little bit of your backstory. uh, What hit me first is like, you're you're a born again, Christian?
1: Yes, I was a far left, bisexual, liberal atheist for most of my life.
0: What changed that? Uh, Before we start this up?
1: Well, uh, while working at Pfizer, I worked with some Christians in my department, and they challenged my atheist beliefs, and I tried to research to disprove God, and I came out on the other end, and I was so depressed that I was wrong that I was getting ready to kill myself, and God intervened, and uh, that was in January of 2019, and ever since then, my life has just been radically different. How did God
0: intervene, if if you might explain?
1: Well, at the time I didn't really know what it was, but um, I'd never read scripture. I had studied all the science and all of that stuff to disprove the Bible without reading the Bible. And so I was so depressed. I wanted to kill myself. And I was just, I just um, was getting ready to wreck my car at very high speeds. And I heard this voice in my head and it said, read the sinner's prayer. And I had never heard of that. And so I Googled it and read it out loud and I was expecting like some kind of magical thing to happen and it didn't. So I got angry and threw my phone. And, but I think the whole reason he had me read that was so that I understood what a pair, prayer of repentance is because I kind of understood from reading that. And I said, I'm, I'm really sorry that I've done things to feel this way. I know it's all my fault. I believe who you are. I believe who your son is and please change me, please. I want to feel better. Please help me. And after that, it, it was uh, I felt the Holy spirit, which, um, again, at the time I didn't know what it was. I thought I was absolutely crazy. I'd never heard of this kind of stuff before, um, went to work and I asked some of my Christian friends and they were ecstatic. They told me I'd been born again, received the Holy spirit. And, um, just been a roller coaster ever since then.
0: Amazing. I yeah, know I'm atheist and all of us have, a, or I was atheist, sorry. And all of us have a similar experience. It's funny. So I definitely believe and like, think that's awesome that, uh, god got god definitely drafted you you know you like this that's what I, that's what i call i call it, uh, jesus's draft pick like he basically comes to each and every person somehow like I, everyone has met me where everything.
1: i was you know he he gave me what i needed in that time to know that what i experienced was real
0: yeah no it's crazy everyone everyone that i literally this is the fourth day of people that have told me that in a row and i did not know that until i did my homework on you today um, which is crazy too but, but um okay so back to the actual reason people are probably hearing stuff like that so you were an employee of Pfizer basically at one point and then like uh and, and you found out a lot of the stuff that people have been saying like on the internet for like literally four years is actually true and like you have a lot of the documents and a lot of the um, evidence of this like uh, more so so um uh, go ahead and start us off with that your experience there if that's cool
1: yeah so I was 19 years old I'd been laid off from a job that I really liked um, due to them not liking me is essentially what it came down to and. Uh, My mom told me go work at Hospira is what it used to be in the small town of McPherson, Kansas. And I had no idea what it was. I just, my mom, I just listened to her. I went and applied. I got hired as I walked in and they hired me at Kelly services, which was a temp agency for Hospira. And they hired me as a pharmaceutical assistant, which was basically a pack line person. Um, You clear the room, get the room ready, pack the product. You're the last eyes to see it before it goes to the customer. And, um, I did that for about five years. Um, half of that time was night shift, 12 hour shifts. And then I got promoted to days. They liked that I never made any mistakes and I would catch, um, defective product before it would re- reach the final package. And, uh, so they came up, one of my friends in the department came up to me and said, you need to come work for us. Um, you'll actually save us work instead of make work for us. And so I did, I applied, they hired me, um, and I loved the job. Absolutely loved being quality because you, you you were your own boss. You kind of had power in the sense of like, you could shut the whole plant down if you wanted to, if you found a reason. And uh, I really liked it. And um, we had to go through some really extensive training. They train you about six months, um, which kind of helps weed people out because it is intensive uh, training, because you have to go through very specific training that's done by Pfizer I did not have a college degree. I just had a high school diploma and uh, I loved it. And then um, after becoming a Christian, um, people would tell me that Pfizer was bad. Oh, by the way, Pfizer bought Hospira in 2015. And so I noticed a huge transition. It was a totally different company after Pfizer took over. But um, when they when I became a Christian, I started to kind of, I don't know, care more about the world and care more about what I was doing to contribute to society. And and then in 2019, they wanted me to sign off on some questionable product, um, the safety. They wanted me to sign off on some stuff that couldn't be proven if it had been inspected or not. And so um, even though it probably was, it couldn't be proven that it was. And normally that would halt the process and the product would go on hold. I fought with them for about three hours before they typed up a document that said, I don't agree with this moving forward, but I have to sign. So that's essentially what it was, and that's when I started to doubt their integrity, their safety concerns over money. So
0: it's crazy. So what, what did you find out while working there, something like that, like uh, about uh, the vaccine, to uh, be more exact?
1: Well, when COVID rolled out, um, I was. I wasn't awake. I didn't become awake until after whistleblowing. Okay. So there's a lot of things I was really naive to, um, some people, we had started this Pfizer vaccine council group on Facebook that had hundreds of members of people who were refusing their vaccine mandate. And they, there, was all this talk like, um, have you heard graphene oxides in the vaccine? Have you heard luciferases in the vaccine? All these different, uh, stories, And people would send interviews or like a Stu Peter show was the main one that was sent quite a bit. And I started watching them. And one of them was about luciferase being in the vaccine. And then another was about graphene oxide. And I shared the graphene oxide story on my Facebook and I got um, called by, well, I was told I had to take it down. And so Facebook fact-checked me. It got taken down. Work told me to take it down. Um, and the, the fact-check was there is no evidence of graphene oxide in the vaccine. Well, they vastly discredited this uh, study from Spain that showed graphene oxide was in the vaccine. And the fact-check actually said that the report was not proven to be a real report, that it was just hearsay, essentially. So I looked in the Pfizer database and found the report and posted it online. And that's when a Pfizer lawyer called me and told me, Either take it down or be fired. So <laughs> I asked this lawyer. I tried to reach to his humanity, and I said, "Don't you think it's odd that you have to tell me to take down a Facebook post?" And he just kind of, "Well, you know, Melissa, you signed an NDA." And I go, "Actually, I haven't." And he's like, "Well, you need to go sign that." And I'm like, ah, "Okay," ah, and then I never did, of course. But uh, it just all kind of snow snowballed. Um, the first don't thing down those
0: I- ingredients for me, if you could. Order. What, what exactly those two ingredients do? The uh, uh, down that down for me a little bit.
1: So the graphene oxide, to my knowledge, is a micro nanoparticles that can self-assemble within the body to create some kind of wireless system. Yeah. And it's also toxic to humans. Wow. Um, that's my understanding. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. That's just my understanding from what I've read. Sure. And the muciferase is something that is used in testing a lot of vaccines and other internal intravenous medicines that when they, they study on these rats or whatever they study on, they can see the glowing within the body to see where that vaccine went into their body. Um, and when I first saw the vaccine, when we first started working on it in my actual plant, it illuminated a light. It kind of glowed. I don't want to say it glowed like a glow stick, but like, if you cracked a glow stick, left it on a table for a few hours, that's what it was. And it would color shift, which I, which, I see millions of units. Okay. And people who have been in the plant 50 years had never seen stuff like this that behaved this way. It didn't match the documentation saying um, it would say it was a clear to a light yellow when that's partially true, because if it's on a white background, it is clear to partially yellow. But then when you put it on anything darker, even just gray, it will color shift to like a periwinkle glow. And that needed to be documented in order for it to be an approved product From a quality standpoint, it fails if it does not match that paperwork. And when I elevated that to my boss the first day, he said he freaked out because he was vaccinated. He freaked out. He messaged his boss, wanted to know what was going on. I told him to go down there and look at it for himself if he didn't believe me. And he told me, I said, why doesn't the paperwork match? And he just said, apparently under Operation Warp Speed, it's okay
0: that's insane um so like you you have some of the uh documents you show me about the nanoparticles like pull that up if you would for me because like, nanotech yeah because that's crazy that you even have that like i, I don't know anybody else that has that like that's basically well, evidence I, whatever everybody has been saying for like years
1: yeah i've shared it a couple times but some people don't really know what they're reading if i can't explain it
0: and that's why yeah i'd like you to dumb it down for myself i'm a caveman as well so i appreciate
1: it so this, the main part I focus on, on this is where it says the names. So it talks about nanotechnology being used in the COVID vaccine. So people were saying there were microchips in the vaccine, which weren't true. And they could fact check people on that because this is not micro technology. This is nano. So it's even smaller. Uh-huh. And if you can see here, this is a question and answer sheet from their database. So like it would have questions and topics than the, the answers, right? So here you can see nanotechnology characterization lab established in 2004 as an interagency collaboration among NCI, NIST, and FDA dedicated to cancer research and now temporarily open to COVID applications. So it says it it uses it in vivo and vitro, which means in test subjects, physical living bodies, and in Petri dishes. And then if you go down, I believe it talks about the T-cell dependent stuff, which I'm not going to lie. That's kind of T-cells to me are cancer. That's essentially what I call them. But I know that there's a more scientific uh, terminology for it. LNP means lipid nanoparticle. Some um, data Yeah. And that's basically it. This here just shows that, yes, nanotechnology is available for COVID applications.
0: Huh. That's crazy. So, yeah, no, everybody, like, I, I, how many people got deplatformed for saying that? And like you said, like, uh, and how many people, I mean, it's that's why cool. they
1: kept saying microchips.
0: Yeah. I've seen that too. I've seen that. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, So, so would you explain, like, what does the nano, uh, what, what, what does that do to us when they, when they can, I mean, not us, I didn't take it, but like what did that do to the people that took that you think or whatever terminology?
1: So I can only speculate, um, but to my educated opinion, Dr. Anna Mahalcha has shown under microscope this stuff um, of blood of the vaccinated people. And what it is showing is these little, um, I think she calls them quantum dots and um, hydrogel and uh, nanotechnology is all what it is. And the different things that I've gathered is that it's self-assembling. So like within the body, it self-assembles. Now, some people think that's caused by 5G I don't know. I can't prove that. I have no idea. Um, I think and, it was the
0: only way we could prove. I appreciate that.
1: Yeah. There's no <laughs> way I can prove that other than um, that. I'm sure somebody's out there studied it. I haven't, I, I, you know, I've seen arguments on both sides now over the the years. Cause I originally came out in 2021 um, which my opinions have changed since when I first came out, because when I first came out, I was certain it was luciferase that was causing that glow The Dr. Anna Mahalcha shows that it's the nanotech causing that glow and that basically people can emit their own Wi-Fi a Bluetooth signal um, that received this and that it is capable. I hate to say this, but it is capable of interacting with your body. So it can do things like mind control or it can do things. um, Bill Gates has this patent, um, where it connects your body to cryptocurrency and (laughs) that's right. And there's actual patents. I've seen them. I actually produce a show called Vax Choice, uh, V-A-X-X Choice, all one. And they actually have the patents. They go through and prove everything uh, that they claim with these patents. And I actually am in charge of producing the show. So I get to read the patents and see all the proof and it's all there. Um, It scares me. I do believe it's editing your genes, um, which are made up of DNA. However, um, and they had a lot to say about CRISPR-Cas9 technology with mRNA in the database that I read. Um, uh, CRISPR-Cas9 is something out of a sci-fi movie. I believe the King Kong movies talk about uh, CRISPR because I had heard it before. That's why it kind of perked my ears when I saw it in the database. But it's basically nanotechnology that goes into your DNA and it clips out information sections and inserts new information and the part that they take out just falls off and dies essentially um and that's what crispr cas 9 does
0: that is crazy
1: they frame it up as this positive thing though right that we can erase cancer we can go in there and go into people's genetics that have all these problems and we can we can help all these poor people don't you want to help all these poor children and all these yeah
0: yeah, that's, that's insane. That's uh, yeah, they're monsters, man. Like uh, Gates is a monster for sure. uh and like, uh I mean, you do the same thing with computers. I mean, you fake infe- uh, infect all the computers. to sell them uh, antivirus software. I mean, it, it's uh I, I feel it's insane. And like, I think it's all depopulation and sterilization. I think that this is like the either either the guys from the Book of Revelation or these guys trying to be the guys from the Book of Revelation. I'm not really sure which, but uh but I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Do you think it's depopulation and sterilization?
1: Well, if I can find it. um, Yes, I just did here. There is a document they had. They had several documents, but a lot were in Chinese um, or Asian writing, Uh so I couldn't really read it. But one that I could read was this. If I can find
0: it. Here we go. I love that you have the evidence. I love that.
1: Now, as you can see, it's called Dragon Claw, Pfizer Cross Cultural Session, TBC, October 2021. Um, And it talked about this is all I could see, because as you can see on the lower right hand corner, it says preview. I could preview things, but I couldn't fully view the entire thing without logging in with my login information. And I wasn't going to do that. So here, if you look, it says um, the three major causes of depopulation were massacre, sexual abuse and disease. And that's all I could see. And I think Dragon Claw looks kind of nefarious. It looks kind of bad when you Google the website um, and you go to it. It's, again, one of those things that are framed up to be a positive thing, but I don't view it that way. Um, Why do they have stuff like this in their database? I just thought that was weird. I also have a document where um, they talked about Satan and they were praising Satan in the database, which... I I, set, I played around in this database, okay? So like, I wanted to see if anybody could put anything in the database, and you can't. It has to be a high level employee. You have huh. to go through certain hoops. Nothing I do could be put into the database. But for example, I got written up.
0: This is a Pfizer database.
1: Pfizer, Pfizer database, yeah. Okay, As sorry. The go quality. Ahead. I had I access
0: to it. I didn't really just yeah. want to verify before you go ahead. I interrupted you. Sorry, I
1: to. Yes, it was an internal database, which I didn't know was an internal database until I posted the graphene oxide report from Spain, and the lawyer called me and said, "No, no, no, that's from the internal database. You can't be sharing stuff off there."
0: Uh uh-huh, He told him himself. So. That's crazy. Uh, that's insane. Like that, you have the documents too. And what, a, what a gay name for the population too. It's like I feel insulted that they, they're, they're going to destroy the world with such a lame name. You know, the it's like they, they, they need a cooler name than dragonclaw to kill all my loved ones. You know, it's how I feel. Yeah. I feel
1: yeah. And, and here's the the Satan one, which, again, this isn't somebody's homework or this isn't somebody being a joke. You know, this is somebody this was saved in there. Why? And it's old 2013. But it says repentance bound Satan, his personality, power. And sounds like it's quoting a book. But why is this in there?
0: I heard that a lot too, that I heard that they're trying to uh that evil was trying to kill people before they had the time to repent and come to Jesus and stuff. It was like, yes, that, that's uh, what
1: I, yeah. Mm-hmm. I heard I a lot of
0: that. I heard a lot of that. That's crazy. And like um, I mean, what a world, what a world, you know. It's just like uh I mean, we're close to globalization, we're close to a global currency, we're close to a one world religion and all that stuff. It's like uh I mean, it's just like I, I probably I'm probably happy to see it all, you know, because it like it's gonna end regardless. I'm kinda happy to be here for the end. But it is, but it is like terrifying at the same time.
1: Yeah, it, it is kind of cool to actually be a part of something biblical that's never happened in our life or in history ever. Yeah, um, I wanted to show. I don't know um, if you're. Um, People who uh, watch you have seen some of my stuff. Um, I have all of my evidence on my um, ex Twitter page, which is Melissa McAtee ninety-two. Um, so if people, you know, want to see more, it's on there. But this is the vials and what they looked like on the table.
0: There we go. Can you see that? The vials of what? What is that?
1: That's the COVID vaccine.
0: Oh, okay. I've never even I've never even been around it because I just knew it was a lie
1: immediately. Yeah. That's- so this Crazy. is it mm-hmm. and nothing looks like this. Some people will say, you know, oh, well, that's that's um, the reflection from the cap. Well, I also took pictures, you know, of regular product so that I could with different color caps so that people can see, you know, that this isn't um, it's not a normal thing.
0: <laughs> I heard you <laughs> it, saying on an interview that or, or maybe the host said, one of two said that basically no one was allowed to take pictures of that, like uh, in, while they're getting it or whatever. That's like a big deal and stuff yes the, the,
1: that that was very important to them that people not see it um they actually placed the labels lower than any other product and uh, we've had to do recalls for labels we've had pr- uh millions of dollars of products sent back to us to relabel because they were a little crooked so uh that's the right. label position matters but they placed the label so low on the product um that people couldn't see it and it, you could if you knew what you were looking for that's the thing But after speaking to a lot of nurses and doctors and healthcare professionals or just people who gave the shot, they don't look for it. When I went to have my son in the hospital, they tried to give me a Pfizer product and I told them I refused to get it until I could inspect it. And they were like, well, what do you mean? And I'm like, I want to check it. I was all doped up on. We're not used to being challenged. I mean, they're not used to being (laughs) challenged. And and they were like so scared. They're like, what is she doing? And my mom goes, she used to be in quality at Pfizer. So she's making sure her product is safe. And they're like you, what do you mean? It's not, it might not be safe. What could be in there? And I'm like, uh, there could be metal, glass, hair, boogers, cardboard, plastic, rubber. There could be anything in there. And I found all of those things in there. You know, it's
0: They so, worked Pfizer. won't take the product. You know, I think that's, uh, that, that says everything about it. them as a company.
1: Everybody won't take it. Here's the thing. When I was a 20 year old and just got hired and we were doing all this rework and we'd be sitting around just talking and people would say, including myself, we'd be like, I hope if we ever go to the hospital, I'm unconscious because I'm not going to want to take anything they give me.
0: I wouldn't. Yeah, I can't even go to a hospital. That shit weirds me out. And, I, and I'm kind of a moron, like medically and like scientifically and stuff. I'm, I'm not even like uh, smart at all. I'm not trying to pretend like I am. But I knew I can tell what I'm being lied to. Like, and I can tell like the inauthenticity immediately. So I remember like watching the whole thing. I remember like watching him and I'm like, uh, it'd, be, it'd be like Donald Trump in a room like 20 people. being like, don't be in a room more than three or more. And I'm like, you don't even believe what you're saying. And, 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 then, and then these guys like Fauci just seemed like a demon. I'm just, I'm just like, that guy's a demon or something. And then like, and then Bill Gates just is such a bad liar. And, and like, Oh, he just, yeah. He smiles he has, all the time. He has, he has no poker face at all. And, and, and these people are just telling this. And, and then I remember, okay, I, I dated a girl when I was in my 20s. Her dad had cancer. And they basically bankrupted his entire family uh, like pretty much. So I'm like, if there was a cure for something, they're not going to give it to me. Like, I, I, they, they literally prey on people and, and and prey on them wanting to be alive and take all their assets every time they're sick. I, I, they want, I want customers
1: them. for life, and then when you die, they want to profit off that too.
0: Yeah, they want to sell you a funeral. That's what they're doing to my mom. Like, ah, my mom's sick right now, and, and so so they basically sell her pills. All these obese people are like, here's what you do to be healthy, and I'm just like, does no one see through this? I mean, I'm just like, it's, it's just like crazy to me that somebody morbidly obese is giving health advice. First off. And then, and then, and, the, and the, like pills are the answer, and I'm like, watching this happen. And then, when I got her to stop buying all their pills, they try to sell her a funeral. You know what I mean I'm just like, what are you guys? You guys are monsters and demons, and it's crazy, man. And, and that just goes to—I've seen that happen in several cases, man. Like I don't trust those guys. I wouldn't. I mean, I'd They're maybe pills, save their life if there was a if there was a hospital fire. I'd maybe save their life. But, but but that's about it. I just don't even trust. I don't know. So I'm going on a rant. I feel like. You have more information.
1: Sorry. Oh, I could talk for hours, man. There's, for example, let me ask you this. You are not, you are a smart person, so let me ask you. Did you know that Pfizer manufactures Remdesivir?
0: Don't down. what what is Remdesivir.
1: Remdesivir is what they were giving the people in the hospital on the ventilators. It was killing their kidneys, and they were dying from that.
0: Yeah, dude. The I I did not know that, but I knew the ventilators were killing people too. And they have a higher death toll than most things. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, so Gilead is the label that is on Remdesivir. Gilead. Um, how do I say that they contract Pfizer to make the actual solution, then we send it out unlabeled to Gilead and Gilead puts their label on it, which that's not necessarily profound. We do that with other products like um, we'll send it somewhere. But what's, what's bad about this in my opinion is Pfizer knew it looked bad to have their hands in everything and their name on everything. So why wouldn't they just try to kind of hide behind Gilead? Nobody knew who Gilead was until Remdesivir. And so I think like that was nefar- that was ill intended to- also because think about it. If Pfizer gives you the vaccine, they give you the treatment in the hospital, why? Why? I mean, I get that they're a big pharma head and everything, but a lot of people, smart, smart people, I had no idea.
0: That happened. Uh, that happened to my mom. Like, I don't know if it was that drug or not, but that her kidney shut down in the hospital, and they're trying to get me to pull a plug on her and stuff. These like these just straight demons. Are like, like Do you want to pull the plug? You want to pull the plug? I'm just like, I'm like, oh my god, no, probably. Like not at all. Think of all average. the money.
1: Yeah, it's <laughs> just like. Must, yeah, it's
0: definitely. like man, hell must be a crazy, annoying place to go to with all these like people talking crazy. I mean, so so that okay. So what? So what? Did that might sound a little bit more for me? So. So when you go on a ventilator which kills you basically and mm-hmm. you can never regain your breathing again. My mom's on a non-invasive ventilator right right now which which is like they're killing her basically. They're murdering her basically. Um so sorry but uh so uh, what they give you that drug for what what is the reason they tell you they give you that drug? For?
1: That it's the only thing approved to treat in the hospital. That's what they, I mean they basically tell you there's no other options.
0: So basically when you go on a ventilator they give you something that breaks down your kidneys and liver did you say?
1: Kidneys, for sure kidneys, but I think it's maybe liver and maybe something else too.
0: That makes sense the liver breaks down. So, okay, that, that's, mm-hmm. a, that's nuts and psychopathic is uh, – that's just crazy to me that people do, can even do that on a – and a lot of people just think they're doing the right thing to be fair. A lot, of these, a lot of these people just like, they're like,
1: I went to college. I'm, I'm doing the right they're thing. Indoctrinated. They're indoctrinated. I mean, you could convince, you could tell somebody two plus two equals five. And if eventually you do what everything we saw during COVID, where it's people who are risking their careers and everything, if they say two plus two is four, then they lose everything, right? And mm-hmm. so it's just... I'd rather have a soul
0: than a job, and I think that separates me from a lot of people. And and um, and, and I'd go broke no matter. I don't even care. I go. I I, I don't value when, money.
1: When I went to Project Veritas, t- t- James O'Keefe, I thought I was going to some dude in his basement, and it was like a small thing. Um, I actually didn't even know who they were, really. Um, and
0: we're talking to him right now. He'll be on soon too. Uh, oh, James. Yeah. Big fan, big fan of him. Honestly, uh, I, like he's brave, and I appreciate that. And yeah, you as well. I appreciate. I appreciate people like you risking these things because, like, you're not just putting your career at risk. You're putting your life, your family, a lot of these things. And like, and like myself, even having this podcast. I mean, it's like I think so as well. I think like, uh, I mean, we got we got to like. Uh, i have to We gotta win this somehow, and like, I don't want to win it as evil as they are. I want to do this good, and it. I don't want to fight. I don't want any violence. I just want. I just want. I want this to be over with. I want this nightmare to end, and I just want to have a fun life. I want to enjoy the next sixty years of my life, assuming it's here without the apocalypse. And I just, you know, I just, I just would. I, I just feel like uh, these people are idiots, and they're dangerous, and they're not as brilliant as they think they are. They're all morons and psychopaths. Like no one evil is They're what?
1: They're sloppy. They're real sloppy.
0: Well, they haven't had competition in forever. A billionaire hasn't had to compete in the real world in forever, probably if ever. If they're born into it, you know. And, mm-hmm. and it's just like uh it's 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 insane to me. And I think everybody's seeing it through it. Like you start to see UFC fighters call them out and stuff. You start to see like, I mean, you won't get you won't get an NBA player. They're like like oh China, I love China. But 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 but, uh, but, but, but these UFC fighters are like, like uh, Sean Strickland, I think is his name.
1: He's calling me. I just up. followed him today. That's funny. You bring him up.
0: I did too. I just followed him today too. That's weird that we have that in common. Huh. I did. He, was,
1: he was maybe trending in our stuff and we just happened to both.
0: Fair, he was trending. Yeah, fair he was because he, he called that out that uh, that uh, that Canadian out. He was just like calling him out for voting for Trudeau and stuff. And, and, uh, and like they're trying to make him look stupid, and he just like owns them. And like that's what we need right now. We need heroes because there's no Superman and no one's coming for us. So I mean, you know, no one's coming for us, and we have to we have to get all the information out and not look crazy like Alex Jones, and then just tell people what's going on. He's like he's right, but he looks crazy, and that's the problem. He makes the truth look crazy. He's like a he's like a CIA Bill Cooper. Are you familiar with Bill Cooper?
1: I've heard the name.
0: He a panel horse. He was killed. It was killed at his. He was killed at his, uh, he was killed at his uh, checking the mail. He he was saying this in the nineties. He was saying people. The, the was he like
1: in London or something or UK? I,
0: I believe he was American, but I could. Okay. Be, I don't know his location of death. To be honest, now that you ask me, but he was an American at least. He's basically the real Alex Jones. Like Alex Jones, is probably a CIA plan. But, uh, but and from my perspective, but uh, I mean, <laughs> all thoughts are my own. No one else. But uh, I'm just, <laughs> But no. Uh, anyway, I feel like you have way more information than me, just like rambling. So uh so so okay, like uh. What is, what is, do you have an exit strategy for this? Like, what is the, like, what what do we do to get out of this terrible situation they put us in? Like, we're, like, everybody's just dying probably soon, you know? Well,
1: it's the reason I still tell my story. It's, I wanted to get to the right people who can do something about it. Um, I noticed that you had Robert Kennedy Jr. in your intro, and yeah. he was one of the first people who contacted me after my story came out. And we talked on the phone for a long time, and I really had... Hope in him. Um, I really like him, I still really like him. Um, but I haven't heard from him um on the documents and stuff because I sent him everything I had with a breakdown of everything and then nothing. But then he also announced this presidential campaign, That's, so I was thinking maybe he was just busy. super busy. Oh, he's um,
0: yeah,
1: but and then like Donald Trump, I never heard from him. And like, um, I people like to claim ignorance on Donald Trump that he was just ignorant and stupid, had didn't know what he was doing. And I'm like, okay, well, I would like to inform him of why this was a bad decision because um, uh, I I like to say I'm a key Tom whistleblower because what that means is that the uh, Pfizer lied to the government, and so they said Trump approved Operation Warp Speed under the pretense of they would still follow good manufacturing practices (GMP). I am proof and I have proof that they did not. So they lied to the government. They committed fraud to the American people and the world, really. Yes, ma'am. And I can prove that. And I'm still waiting for somebody like Elon Musk, Donald Trump, somebody to put this information out there because it's really the nail in the coffin to all the theories and makes it just conspiracy which is yeah. they conspired to kill the american people or the world
0: the world really yeah sadly it's a global takeover yeah no uh, donald trump tried to push the vaccine with the military is what he said he goes he goes, i'm gonna i'm gonna push the military out to get this vaccine like i mean these guys are all on the same club with we the same high schools uh the kids went to the same schools they're all on the it's like pro wrestling there's no there's no real teams or something i don't know my, that's my camera oh. it, right? sorry but i uh, know There's like it's, it's crazy there's no i mean and that's the thing I'm saying. There's no like, there's no one coming for us. Basically, there's no, there's no Batman, and uh, there's no one coming for us. So you know.
1: Well, and you know, like I truly believe. Like people ask me, you know, why did you do what you did? Why, why would you risk everything to come forward? And I'm like, why wouldn't I? If something's wrong, and you know what's wrong, I, mean, I don't know. Maybe I was just raised different. I'm raised in Kansas. Maybe, maybe it's different outside my box. I don't know. But my mom always told me, you know, never lie, and she would punish me if I lied, you know? And like, I don't know. It's just, I guess I I believe the whole thing was God driven because I, I, the day that everything like changed with Pfizer not, I was already a Christian, but I tried not to pray at my desk openly, but one day I was just so overwhelmed with all the information, um, that I just prayed. And I said, you know, God, if what am I doing here? if you want me out of here, if I'm in a place I shouldn't be, you're going to have to have me fired because I had too many eggs in the basket to just leave on hunches. Right? Like I didn't have really proof yet. I was just seeing weird stuff. And I said, use me while I'm here. I want to be used, whether that's just sharing the gospel or whatever it is. I want to be used while I'm here. And like two weeks later, I found all the documents. So
0: amazing. no It was an
1: accident too. It was an accident that I found those things.
0: It wasn't an accident for God. It was an accident for you. And, yes. and that, thats what's amazing, man. God, God is amazing, dude. And like, uh and that's crazy, like, uh, because the, like, just just a little bit of backstory, like, for like, uh the last week or so. Okay, so so pretty much, I, I was like chain smoking weed, and eating edibles, watch like every day, basically. And I basically stopped. I've been
1: there that. too. <laughs>
0: yeah, and, and I love it. The time and place, it's it's amazing. Time and place stuff. Yeah. And, and I'm just out of that. And in the last four episodes, I've had right. I had this guy named. Uh, he was a rapper originally, Boom Gang, who who became a Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, that one was on purpose. I booked that guy on purpose because of that story. And then, and then the next lady was an exorcist that ended up being like Christian and had this similar story to what you're saying. Um, so, uh, the rapper, his name's a Holy Cabana now, John, his name's John. So John basically had a similar story where his, um, his friend was uh, shot uh, next to him or something like that. And he called his mom, telling his mom he's dying. And Jesus like came to him. Uh, that was his story. The next lady had a near death experience, uh, and, and, and Jesus came to her. The other guy, I didn't ask you how he, uh, he told me but I forgot. He said he didn't have like a magical experience like we had, but his his, his girlfriend at the time was sick and something like that. He prayed over her and she healed. And then like, and he now, he calls himself the demon eraser. He's like an ex, a modern. Oh, I, ex-
1: saw. Ex- I saw that interview. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A
0: modern ex- exorcist. And, and then, and then you had a similar story too. And I didn't know that. So I did a little more homework that you're born again. I, I was, I was just kind of researching you today uh, because I wanted to know what I was talking about. Because was like, uh, science is my field. And, uh. And no, I, the, so the last four episodes have been like that ever since I got sober. Well, I'm, I'm drinking one beer instead of like 30 beers, <laughs> instead of like a bunch of, like you mean, like, I'm like, this is sober for me. It's, <laughs> like, like uh, But I'm just saying like, I got off that thing. I'm, I am remember my dreams again and I have like predictive dreams.
1: Oh man, I know what you're talking about.
0: Yeah, it all comes back when you stop. I smoking. used to
1: have night terrors as an atheist and uh, I started smoking weed actually. Um, well- you know, legal weed in Kansas. And uh, I was uh, smoking it and my dreams went away and my anxiety went away. But things that also went away is my self-care, my uh, self-determination, things like that. And then when I quit, wow, like the dreams, like I forgot what it was like to dream and it not be a nightmare or not have any dreams
0: it's weird. I go back to my childhood homes a lot. I had a couple childhood homes and I go back to them every time. Uh, that's where I'm at in my dream every time. I'm, I'm in my childhood home. I lived in most of my life. I'm mm-hmm. in my grandparents' home where I lived my first three years. And that, that's where I'm at most of the time. And then I have predictive dreams. And, and uh, my buddy Brian, who goes by Demon Racer, like he, he was telling me that like that the, the, these, these evil entities were basically trying to block my dreams because I can predict the future in my dreams. And like, um, and like ever since I put this rosary on and like, I don't even take it off to shower or anything. It's probably too much. But I'm just saying like, I don't even take this off. And, and, I, and like I, a funny story with the rosary. So I was having a panic attack. So I chain smoked dabs, which is normal for me, but it was normal for me. But I had a panic attack this day. My buddy, Jeff, uh, who's, who's an author, he's been on the show too. He, he was grabbing my mail, collecting my mail. I got in some weird argument with him where he, like he, he said something that gave me some ultimatum, like a joking ultimatum. And I'm just like, so just just so weird at the time I was like I was like oh I don't care about that I just burn my mail and my rosary was in there and they on the way so so I think these dark these dark entities were trying to me argue with my friend to make him burn the rosary because as soon as it got there I put it on my wrist the first time I put it on my wrist all anxiety went away all anxiety went away and I was, and like and like I, and the reason I even ordered this was because I heard a story about Ted Bunny's last victim I don't know if this is real or not but Ted Bunny went into his last victim's room to, to murder her and she fell asleep after she prayed with a rosary around her around her wrist and something threw her threw him at the wall and 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 the preacher or priest or whatever whatever terminology he he talked to that lady at the time and then was the priest that talked to him before his death sentence. And, and I remember hearing that story and I'm like, I mean, he's got a rosary and I, I, and I've been at the best piece I've ever been in my entire life. the Last three days. Like it is, it is the, the most peace I've ever had. I've been a very conflicting person. I've been a very, just like, I'm red, I'm red haired. I'm very confident. You know, I'm very just like aggressive and stuff. You know, I had been, and now it's all went away. And then like you being in here with the information, the last four, three guests prior to you, like all being born again, people and like just weird energy. And then all the people that followed me on Instagram the last couple of days have all been Christians it's, it's like God's army is like swarming me right now, and it's beautiful. It's like it's like a beautiful thing, and I think we have a chance at this. You know, I think I think we we ultimately win in the book anyway. But I'm saying on Earth we may have a chance in this, and, and I think you're part of that. And I also feel like I'm rambling, and you have more important information. But no, I, you're not rambling.
1: You're doing great. You're doing great.
0: But but I feel like that, I feel like that um this is all happening for some weird reason. All these people coming into my life, like uh. And I feel like like this is the army of God surrounding me. And I know that sounds insane. And if I didn't, if I I heard someone say that, I think it was insane. But I believe it or I wouldn't say it. Right.
1: And you get a changed heart. Everything changes. I used to struggle with suicidal ideation, um, porn addiction, um, alcoholism, drugs, anything you can think of. And it all went away in one day. The only thing I still struggled with was weed. Um, And I'm free of that now. But at the time, that was my hardest thing to quit. And um, but the porn addiction, the homosexuality, everything melted off of me that night.
0: It's all demons. It's all it's all demons. It's It's all demonic,
1: and it really is. And that's how I know it is because I was I literally felt it leaving my body. I literally felt them leaving. It it was oh, and I hadn't even read the Bible, so I had no idea about any of this. I just thought I was crazy. Like I genuinely thought I was insane, and I was afraid to tell anybody what I experienced. And it um, I, I was on a really serious drug called Effexor and I was given to it by my uh, psychiatrist because I, I wanted to kill myself every day. It was a constant obsession of mine and I had panic attacks a lot. And I did just- you tra- Did
0: you have unresolved trauma or pain? What, what got you there?
1: You know, looking back, not- like it doesn't hurt me anymore. So like sometimes I have to think about, um, I caught my mother having an affair. Um, I've been raped twice. Um, that's
0: where I, the, praise, the praise on that. The yeah, doctor, trauma
1: pray. opens portals in your brain to demons. That's how yes, it ma'am. works. That's when why the satanic that's they want to cause trauma so that you're more susceptible to demonic oppression yes, and ma'am. influence. So that's the whole point. And um, I was on this drug, effectsor and it actually worked for a few months. I actually the suicidal thoughts kind of went away. I wasn't a, having panic attacks. And then one day it just all came hitting me back, and I called my psychiatrist and she was like, Yeah, we need to up your dose. And I'm like, but you told me that this stuff is like impossible to get off of anyway. Why would I want to up the dose? And shortly after that, when I was getting ready to kill myself, she told me I had been on it, I think six months, four to six months at this point. And the day I was going to kill myself, um, they, they told me this, the effects of withdrawing from that drug was the same as heroin. And I would have to be in the hospital if I decided to quit it. Unless I wanted to micro wean myself off it over months and months, which I didn't want to do that either because I had horrible side effects no matter what. And I quit at cold Turkey that day and I never had a single side effect.
0: Good. Good. They lie, they lie to you, man. Like I, I, I quit a lot of drugs it, and they're not hard. And like, uh, it's, I mean, weed was the hardest for me, honestly, because like, uh, because it is
1: addictive. I don't care what anybody says. Mentally, mentally, it can be addictive
0: because like I had no coping mechanisms from 16 to 37 other than weed for stress. I mean, I would just smoke to, to mass depression, to mass stress. I still have to figure. I have to like work out constantly, or like go go for like long walks, or something to like to compensate for what marijuana used to do. And then, in time and place, I'm not trying to knock people. I mean, one of my sponsors are edibles. You should all buy the edibles still. But I, there's
1: a medicinal place, but, but when it becomes exactly. an addiction, it's a problem.
0: Exactly, and it, and it was my, my mom being sick. I had a mask. Out. I had to basically hand feed my mom and stuff. And, and then she's, she's in the hospital right now, so I'm trying to figure out that in the next move. But but basically, I, I mean, that just seeing your mom sick is the worst feeling on earth that I've ever felt in my oh, yeah. life. And and it makes it makes every other thing I've ever had just kind of like ridiculous. But I feel like people want to hear about the Pfizer stuff instead of like me. This is my therapy session. So uh, but I think (laughs) but I think, okay. so what other like documents do you have? And stuff like that on this, because like I think like that's what's important right now is you have you have access to a lot of stuff that I don't. And that also people have been talking about for years and you have evidence, which I think is the point of all this really, you know.
1: Well, one of the things that is the big conspiracy theory is the graphene oxide, which everybody says, oh, that ain't in there, that ain't in there. Pfizer says it's not in there. Well, I have two things to say. One I can prove, one I can't. One is hearsay that I heard from other people who worked in the plant that worked in a different department than I did. One was from compounding, which is where they make they mix the drugs, get it ready to be filled into the vials. The other one was incoming quality, which is my job, but dealing more with warehouse and the the raw materials that come into the plant. And they both said they didn't know each other. One had been there for 40 years and one had been there for, I don't even know how long, but she retired shortly after I whistled it. And they told me that the Pfizer vaccine comes pre-made in bags with only Chinese markings. Huh? Yeah. And so the normal process is you you receive these ingredients. You kind of have a step-by-step checklist of how these ingredients are mixed, what they are, kind of like baking a cake. Um, But instead with this product, what it was, was it was like, let's just, this is just an easy comparison is bag A, bag B, bag C, bag D. And that was essentially all they had. And then they mixed it together, sent it out to be filled. But they said it was the first time they never knew what it was. Usually they always know what it is. And that was a red flag. So I say all that to say this that there are these things that I call the graphene oxide emails. And what they are is two emails. And one is from Sandra. Um, Please, I want to give this disclaimer please do not harass these people. This is not to dox anybody, this is not to give their personal information so that they can be harassed and attacked. Some of these people are trying to do the right thing in these emails, and unfortunately, their names are just on here. But I don't black it out because then people will say this is fake. So please do not reach out to these people. These people do not deserve to be attacked. Pfizer does. So this woman here, Sandra, reached out to a man named Steven, and she says, hey, I'm getting this question from the public. Is graphene oxide in the vaccine? And she proposes this answer um, to Steven. Is this okay to say? And her proposed answer is graphene oxide is not used during the manufacturing of the vaccine and the final product does not contain graphene oxide. We cannot guarantee that minute amounts of substances are not contained in raw materials obtained from our suppliers. To ensure we have a consistent and reliable supply of medications, we must use a network of suppliers and manufacturing sites globally for both active and inactive ingredients. So that is one, this is the other one. This was Steven's response to her. Hi, Sandra. It would obviously be preferred to not add the second sentence, we cannot guarantee, but it is our common disclaimer to protect against any ingredients that may be in the raw materials that we do not confirm against in any way. If we have the ability to specifically omit it, we should, but it would likely require some extensive confirmation from GCMC. But I think that this statement This is the statement that we should go with for now. Hopefully our customers would appropriately consider that disclaimer in the right way. So essentially what all that says is, hey, um, we can't guarantee graphene oxide isn't in your vaccine. We don't have it listed as an ingredient and it's not intentionally put in there during the filling of the product. However, we can't guarantee it isn't in there because we get our stuff from other places globally. That's what that says. And he says, no, 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 no. Don't say that. Just say the first part that it's not listed as an ingredient is not in the manufacturing.
0: That's crazy. Man. So right
1: that's, there. They acknowledge it very well could be in there.
0: Yeah, that's nuts, man. No, no. That lady uh, in that video, that doctor you're talking about earlier, like was was explaining it in the blood work and stuff. That's that's crazy. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, so what do you think the goal was? Do you think it's China trying to kill us? Or do you think it's like American companies funding China trying to kill us? Or it's, like, I mean, it seems like a global stake or but I'm not sure by who. That's like the biggest thing other than like, I mean, I said who, which is ironic, but uh, you know.
1: I can speculate all day. I think what I've come to the conclusion, I have two views. I have the views that America is this great America, this great country that would never kill its own citizens. And then I have the other side that there are powers in control that we don't even know their names. Right.
0: Fair. So
1: I personally think from the one side that America is good is that China's trying to kill us. Okay, that's my my input there. The other side is it's all an illusion that there's any division whatsoever. There's already a one world agreement upon most countries and leaders. Nice. Yeah. And so if America, which we all know that the Bidens are, you know, who they are and who who funds them, that Absolutely. it wouldn't surprise me, you know, like if it was intentional from our own government and from world government. Yeah, that's
0: crazy man yeah no oh, I, like feel the
1: same
0: way. Hope. Yeah, I feel the same way i feel like it's either china or it's bigger than that and i see it's, it's, it's somebody using china as their military and uh, and their hub for like medicine and stuff but uh or for lack of terminology medicine but uh but i think um yeah no it's crazy and i think that like more information coming out we can we can solve this and i think that um i, I think the truth i mean it's the classic saying the truth will set you free you know i think i think more people and, and do your own homework. Don't believe anything we saved if you read the documents, just just do. I mean, just do every. Do I post.
1: I like I said, I have everything on uh, my Twitter, and you can just scroll my page. And I posted everything I can. Sometimes it's in threads. You know, it's not just you know right there and everything. But I, I try to prove everything I can, and I tell you when I can't prove something. For example, I can't prove that those people told me that. Yeah, and even and, I mean.
0: Even w- even if you have exact truth, people should do their own homework just to just to mm-hmm. just to solve it themselves and get to the same conclusion because like that way you get rid of all skepticism and like I mean like, we're all gonna have to find the truth ourselves you know regardless of it being documented and dated and all that stuff. But uh, there's your Twitter on the screen too if you guys wanna oh, uh, thank you. just uh, look that up and stuff. Definitely very informative and stuff like that and like uh, very brave to uh, come forward and stuff like that. I. I- I think it's way braver than cutting your dick off and wearing a dress like that. Well, the, the, the modern bravery. It's way braver than the I modern I think
1: the bravery, bravery is telling people, yeah, do it. Do you remember like when that used to be like the privacy of your own home kind of thing?
0: Yeah, yeah. I and then now
1: it's like you're brave for coming out of your home and letting the world know you do it and that you love doing it and that they need to love that you do it.
0: It's just no, it's very bizarre to me. I'm from Missouri. We have similar values probably. And, and and it's very it's very bizarre to me that like uh, like sucking seventeen dicks is, is is brave now. And and I don't even I don't even mind I don't even mind it to be to be fair. I just don't care. As much as like, I, I mean, I think it's all reckless and it's boring. The older I get, the more I do. You I,
1: remember the don't ask, don't tell stuff? Like, yeah, I I don't care if someone's gay. I just don't want you to tell me I have to love it too. Like, yeah. I don't want you to go tell kids about it that have no idea what it is. You know? I, feel like,
0: I feel like they're saying that gay people are not equal because they're they're a protected class of people that cannot be insulted. And, and, and I'm just I'm just like by their own definition, they're not equal. But I think everyone's equal. I think we're all humans. There's one race, a human race. I think all di- they all want to divide from the oneness of God. No, They'll do anything the, to do it.
1: They're up there. We're all ants and they're shaking the ant farm and the ants are fighting each other.
0: Yes, ma'am. There is
1: no reason for us to be fighting about these things. The only reason it is there is to make us hate each other. I don't know if they're trying to cause like a war breakout amongst their own people, um, which is a theory that I don't think is crazy anymore. Um, because I think we're kind of seeing it. Like I couldn't imagine living in New York city. Or LA, or Chicago, or quite frankly, St. Louis. St. Louis scares me too.
0: St. Louis is special the rest of the world. If you can handle St. Louis, you can handle it everywhere else. And that's kind of what I like about it. But if, I, uh, I don't know. I like St. Louis for different reasons, but I can see how it's terrifying. Um, but no, um, I'm from the suburbs, so I live here for excitement. You know, I live here for the excitement. But uh, yeah. I think uh, I think they're definitely trying to push a Civil War, sell both sides of the guns, and then I think they're trying to push a World War and sell both sides of the guns or every side of the guns. Um, it, it's the same thing that's probably happened over and over and over again. I mean, these people, uh, these people doing abortions are no different than the child sacrifices on the pyramids. Um, uh, these that's people, right. are, I mean, these, these, evil has existed for a long time and it's always been about good and evil. And like, uh, and like you'd always tell, I can tell God's real, um, for many reasons, but, but the main reason is, I mean, not the main reason, but one of the reasons would be that, um, like how mad darkness gets at the word of Jesus. I'm mad at kids around God, but like, what is that like 400 gods. Which God are you talking about? Like the one you're bad at. Does anybody get
1: mad when you say you worship a leprechaun? I don't think so. They don't. People get mad when you say that you worship a unicorn or that you have faith in a unicorn. No. Why do they get so mad?
0: They get super mad about Jesus, Jesus, though. And then they try to act like I'm just supposed to be nice all the time because I'm a Christian. Like I'm supposed to just be like, look, okay, you disrespect
1: me. Jesus chased people with a whip. Okay, yeah, that's so how serious he took people um, misusing the house of God, and that was his
0: biggest thing. That was the only sin he got mad about that I've ever seen, like that I've ever read about. Anyway, I don't know, I don't know him personally. I mean, I know him personally. I didn't know his life; I wasn't there. But I'm saying, like he, um, yeah, he only that was the main sin he got mad about like, was basically the the, the church the gambling
1: and using the church for sinful things which all of the churches, I mean, I live in a small town in Kansas. Okay. Mm -hmm. And my mother-in-law wanted me to take my son to this church that my husband went to as a kid. And I just looked him up. I always do that. I look up anything. I looked it up and they had just celebrated pride month. And they said that they welcome all backgrounds and are accepted and God loves them just the way they are. And I'm like, Oh man, like, don't get me wrong. You are loved, and we should be open doors to people of all sinful lifestyles because everyone has a sin. Everybody has a sinful lifestyle, but the difference is, is we don't tell them keep doing it. You're fine no. the way you are. <laughs> it's you try to be better. You try to be more like Christ, which daily,
0: daily. You know, it's it's a daily thing. It's like it's like I I'm, I sin all the. Time. I'm a Christian and I sin all the time, and I, I apologize. Every that's time why I'm we aware. needed the
1: savior in the first place
0: yeah and i find out more sins that i have like whenever i read more you know I'm like oh man i can't do that either i'm like oh sorry you're like, like over and over and like and then it's sad the older i get the more i more I. Uh, another kansas city uh, kansas group uh that i've had on the show several times uh shirley Phelps from the from uh from the westboro baptist church and like like sadly i agree with her the older i get I'm, I'm like i'm like did i just I, like when i was a kid i was like this lady's nuts whatever yeah. and then i and i had, and then i talked to her the more i get to know her i'm just like this lady's pretty on point, and it's terrifying that she's on point. Like, like, like I, I don't know. It's weird. I've had. You her want on to the-
1: hear something scary? Yeah.
0: Okay. Sure.
1: So, before coming to Christ, I told you I was far left, atheist, liberal, right, right bisexual. I used care. to advocate for transing children because I used to say that you're just going to set them up for suicide because. They're going to be a man is obviously a man when he tries to dress like a woman and vice versa. Right. So if you get them when they're kids and they decide when they're kids, then um, they won't have to go through that. And I remember arguing like the day that they made gay marriage legal, I walked into my workplace. I had a gay coworker and then a Christian coworker. And I walked in and I was like, woo, gay marriage is legal. And the Christian rolled his eyes. And then the gay guy was like, yeah. And I said, why, why'd you roll your eyes? And he goes, he goes, the next thing is pedophilia. Just you watch. (laughs) And I'm like, what, how dare you compare the two? And it's just, it, it, that wasn't the point. It wasn't that all gay people are pedophiles. The point is they're going to keep making it more and more depraved, more and more down the line. And I used to advocate for that. stuff. I used to make fun of Christians. I hated going to church. My mom made me go to church till I was 18. I never listened to a word that came out of the pastor's mouth though. And, uh, just, I, I I look back now, like there are times, like I shouldn't be alive. (laughs) Like I've made a lot of poor choices and in my drinking days when I didn't drink till I was 21. So from like 21 to 25, drunk all the time. Um, and I just look back now and I'm like, I think that's why God saved me. So that I can tell people, hey, you know, like, it's not, oh, I've been a perfect Christian since I was four. And yeah. I've never done any of those things. So I can't relate. I can't understand. I come from the farthest left that you can think of. And I also like to tell my story so that, let's say there's people out there struggling with their children who are believe what I used to believe. There's hope for them. Keep praying for them.
0: And God Keep bless them. loving
1: I'm... them. That's the important thing. You don't disown your kids. You don't disown your kids.
0: You don't just own anybody's a trick. I keep like, even more so. I mean, like we got to extend. The trash
1: will take itself out. If they want to leave you, they will. The Bible says, do not beg a person to stay, but let them go. But don't leave them. That's what it says. Wow. So,
0: well, put. Yeah, and that's so, we'll put. So
1: I, I don't leave anybody, but I let them walk out the door if they want to go.
0: Fair. And, I, and I'll shield myself from toxicity sometimes, but, I, but I, I, just, I just like, I can't be mad all the time. So it's just like, I just can't even, but uh, it's, it's, it's definitely a weird, a weird time. And I think, I think most most Christians that I've talked to recently had a similar story that we have. I mean, I was a similar way. I was, I was, uh, I, I was reckless and I made fun of, I made fun of God. I, I called myself God. I, uh, I, I, I I had so many blasphemous things mm. came out of my mouth and I apologize a lot about that. Does and it I,
1: make you cringe? Like it makes you yes. I was so bad. Yeah. This was, this I, I get of, that a lot.
0: Honestly, it makes me want to cry. I feel me really too. sad. I feel sad about it, and I feel that I I don't ever want to create that pain to God. God's done everything for me, and I feel and I feel like I let him down in my youth, and I and I apologize about it ridiculously. And I just didn't know. I just I mean, to be honest, I, I was not raised in a religion. I never went to church uh, I, as a child, at least. And I just like no, it was like uh, I was a disgusting human being, and I treated people poorly, and I caused all the pain. My grandparents died, and I I took that out on everybody for a decade and uh basically that's not an excuse remember yeah it's not an excuse but it's like i feel like Mm -hmm. it's the reason i i I don't excuse anything i did but i do think that like i heard a lot of people i did multiple people at the same time and laughed about it when they found out i was just i was just nasty and evil and i treated everybody as poorly as i felt and uh now i'm trying to do the opposite now i'm trying to like uh, people constantly tell me to like write off people and all this stuff and i'm like i'm like these people I, I, i just i fight it and i try to do the right thing and i try to do good and i try to I try to bring everybody to God as much as I can, but I'm not going like, to beg somebody to serve God. I mean, I, I make the, I make a lot of jokes that-, that God's I
1: in control of that. You know, like you can only That's plant it. the seed. He makes it grow, right?
0: We have to follow it. I, I, I was talking last night with, uh, with Brian, and we we're, were discussing like, I'm like, does everybody get this opportunity and they ignore it? Or do only certain people get it? And I'm not really certain yet. I'm, I'm trying to figure yeah. out- If if Jesus comes to everybody the way he came to me or or if God comes to everybody that came to me or whatever terminology.
1: I think he knows, right? Like God doesn't throw his pearls before swine. God knows the heart. He knows if someone will listen or if someone will know the truth. He'll know the timing, too, because do you know how many times I talk to God as an atheist? If you do this for me, I'll believe you. If you do yeah. this for me, I'll believe you. Um, you don't care about me. You let me hurt. Um, if you were real, why is this happening? You know, like just hateful, nasty things to God. And then I think when he did reveal himself to me is because I was, I believed in my deepest core, I believed God was real and that Jesus was Messiah. So it's like that had never happened for me before. And that's when he was like, okay, she believes now I'll reveal to her. And just ever since then, he's just keep, bringing stuff off my eyes, everything. And something that he's revealed to me, I believe um, that I think Christians need to hear and unbelievers need to hear is that nobody goes to hell because they're gay, because they're trans, because they lied, because they drink, because they do drugs. People go to hell because they refuse to accept the Messiah and they don't repent of their actions. So when, when people sit there and say, you're gay, you're going to hell. Well, they're not going to hell because they're gay. They're going to hell because they refuse to repent and accept the son of God. Okay. Definitely. So that's something I think people need reminded of is we, we like to single out other people's sin, but we seem to ignore the sins that everybody partakes in anger, lust, greed, all of them. And so I think that's important that people hear that.
0: No, you're definitely right. I think that's definitely, definitely the thing we're all sinners. I mean, nobody, nobody's even close to perfect that I've met myself included. No, I definitely agree. And like we all make mistakes and stuff, and I get that. And like, and like, honestly, religion, Jesus, God, all that seems foolish when you when you're not living in the light and the truth. It really did seem foolish to me when I was a kid, and, or not. I mean, okay. when I was when I was in a lot of pain, it definitely seemed um, it definitely seemed foolish. I mean, when I was in pain, when I was a child, when I was in pain. Like recently, I mean, it's the only way I got through it, probably. So exactly. so, so so it's like weird, you know. It's it, it, it it's a weird thing. And I think that um, you no, know, I think everything you said was right about that. And I think that uh, you don't seem like a like a, a bullshitter. And I think you seem authentic and stuff. And I think like a lot of what you said, I mean, very on point with uh, with the Pfizer stuff and with God, I, I believe the same thing. It's like, uh, and I hope everybody finds that eventually. You know, I think that, and that's the difference in this time period too, I think. I think a lot of people that don't uh, live in live in the truth of God are easily tricked by uh, the medical institutions and uh, propaganda. People turn
1: to another faith. If you, the, What's the song? Um, you're going to believe you're going to, you're going to worship somebody and it's either going to be God or the enemy. And people who think they're not worshiping anything like an atheist, they actually are. Like when I look back at my life when I was an atheist and I believe that either aliens put us here or that it was just typical evolution. Um, you know, you just start to think. It's true, even though there's no evidence for it, which I hate to say it. Um, I did the research. There is no evidence of what the typical evolution theory is. And same with um, aliens putting us here because I think I know what aliens are and it ain't um, some extraterrestrial being that wants to help us.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's like, uh, and like the, the the counter to God is hilarious to me. It's like, it's like a big bang. That's what they call it. A big bang. I mean, like how-,
1: how... If that is true, it's God speaking. That's what's yeah. crazy to me.
0: And if it's not, how dumb does that sound? You I mean, it's, just, it's like, oh, look, dude, you know, there's just like a giant explosion. Two
1: atoms bump together. Okay, where'd those atoms come from?
0: Well, and even, even if that's true, it's like, where's your evidence? Like, where is your is science? Science has evidence. Like, you I mean, like, supposedly everything is theory when it's like an idea and has a little bit of to show? Where is the evidence? Like, so, like there's no scientific evidence of that happening at all. I mean, not, not to be rude, but I mean, and, like, I just don't think that that's, I, I think it's absurd. And I think what, that what we
1: know as science is not practiced today. When you and me, how old are you? Uh,
0: 37.
1: Okay, I'm 31. When we went to school, we were told the scientific method is observable, testable, repeatable provable and now it's just if someone in a lab coat says it it's science
0: yeah yeah i, I saw this like tiktok it was like it's was like uh was like nine out of ten doc or scientists believe whoever funded them
1: yes exactly like, uh, yes
0: yeah. it's, like, mm-hmm. it's a similar concept it's like uh yeah no i want to keep these like an hour and stuff and you're welcome back if you uh, all the times like i this is great honestly and uh but if you want to throw out some promo and stuff i'll pull up your, your uh twitter again but if you want to throw out any kind of promo or anything like that uh definitely add it on twitter if you use twitter or x or whatever
1: Twitter is the most free social media platform I use besides clout hub. Um, I highly recommend if people want censorship free videos and a platform where they know that they're not going to wake up one day and all their stuff be gone. CloutHub is great. I actually am an influencer concierge there. I help uh, people get their podcasts and stuff going on the platform. Twitter is where I post all of the like picture proof and my statuses kind of thing. And then Instagram is more personal. I don't really post stuff that I can get taken down for on there as much, which is the same handle as the Twitter one.
0: Awesome. Well, yeah, thank you for uh, uh, sharing your time and coming on here and uh, going backwards in your career by uh, doing the cell phone podcast. I appreciate it. And uh, and if you're one of the hundreds of people that are watching this live, thank you for uh, spending your time on a Thursday watching this. Um, we'll be back next week. Uh, you'll find out the guests as I pull them up because I'm not going to tell you yet. And, uh, and, and, uh, God bless each and every one of you. I hope all your dreams come true. Uh, thank you, Melissa. And, uh, 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 without without guests, without the Smokey's Edible sponsor, without uh Otrees Bastard sponsoring, without the, wa- the people watching and listening, this would be delusional. This would be a guy sitting in a kitchen uh, talking to himself and uh, being delusional. So thank you all for taking part in this. Otherwise, my dreams wouldn't happen, and I'm very aware of that. So thank you all, and God bless you.